0: was I see. You think uh, religion is for suckers and easy marks and mollycoddles, huh? Just you think Jesus was some kind of a
1: sissy, eh? Jesus had guts.
2: Thanks for joining us on History Makers. Today we're speaking with Jody Guerrero about her battle with cancer.
0: We're chatting with Jody now. Jody Guerrero has an amazing story in itself. She's a skilled and inspirational consumer advocate who has bravely battled for her life not once, but twice. And I'm currently reading in a book about Jody's life journey and the subsequent challenges. Really sound a little bit like a thrilling, emotional and gripping movie. I am just being consumed with what I'm reading here. From the depths of despair, his arms hold you dear. Now, I see here that your American husband, with yourself, you moved back from California to Australia in the year 2000. Mm. With your two children, one was born in the States, one was born in Australia, but there was a particularly normal day in your life which Mm. actually changed your life.
1: That's right. What Uh, happened? Well, it um, was approximately January 2005 when I um, decided that I would just go about my normal day and you wake up and you uh, have your two kids. And at the time, my um, second child was two years old. My first child was approximately um, four-ish, probably going on five at the Mm -hmm. time. And um, you know, It's just one of those days where you wake up and, and the sun's shining, the birds are singing and all of a sudden you feel something different in your body and you're not really quite sure what's going on but you know that you have to give it time to try and figure out you know, what's different and I'd woke up that particular morning and my shoulder was in extreme pain, um, my right shoulder and I had this um, kind of like a thumping, deep pain radiating down my right arm which I'd never felt before it was a different kind of pain that I had never um, experienced, so you know when you as a mum, you pick up a lot of things, you pick up washing baskets, you pick up kids sure. you pick up heavy shopping, and I thought to myself, well, it must be maybe my stiff windows that I'm trying to close, or maybe I've picked up the kids the wrong way, or maybe I've injured my muscle, and you go through of course all those scenarios and over time um, try to quantify what's what's going on, what you're feeling in terms of what you've been doing with your body. So um, it, it took a while before I started to think, well, maybe this isn't a muscle, just a simple muscle pain. Maybe there's something else going on. But by the time I was ready to investigate, the pain had left. So um, it 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 had um, completely vanished and I thought, well, it must have been a muscle pain everything's finished and I'll be fine. Yeah, all done. Yeah, all done, finished and dusted. And uh, it, it uh, would come and go infrequently over a period of probably about 10 months uh, from that January 2005 and then it would go away and it would come for maybe three months later and it would go away again and all of a sudden it just stopped completely and I thought, well, it just must have been what I was doing with the kids. You know, I'm picking up my child the wrong mm-hmm. way. And if it's gone, I don't need to worry about it anymore. You know, I've seen the physio, I've talked to my doctor and there's nothing to worry about. Yep, I've got
0: too many other things to think about now. Let's move forward.
1: (laughs) Busy mum, lots to do and um, I'm okay now. So, um, and my doctor says I'm okay. So, um, but then uh, over the next uh, 11 months past that, I started to uh, develop a number of other symptoms in my body that were really odd and uh, symptoms that I was presenting to my GP at the time who was telling me that simply you're too young to have any problems, there's nothing wrong with you, you look fine, you're healthy, you're beautiful. Which you want to
0: believe all of those things, of
1: course. That's right. We All all of us don't want to believe that there's anything wrong with Mm -hmm. us um, when we start showing symptoms of something that might be a little bit odd. And um, and also our doctors in many respects, some of our doctors, of course, um, don't want to believe that also because they're human beings and um, even though they're professionals, many of them uh, want to, you know, soothe their patients and, and make them understand that, you know, there's no way that young people get sick that some days, you know, a lot of young people don't get sick but there are young people who do get sick. There are a lot of doctors out there who sort of believe that. And Jodie, what was the prognosis? So it took a long time to get diagnosed. It was 11 months of um, active um, pursuing a diagnosis. And in the end, I had to go to the ER to get a diagnosis. It was non-Hodgkin's lymphoma, mm. um, B-cell stage four, okay. um, perfusion. Profuse through my body, uh, avid disease eating into muscles, bones, and nerves. So,
0: not just in the arm?
1: No, it wasn't just in the arm. What we found was it it had um, originally that original pain was the disease eating into my shoulder bone. (sighs) Um, We found that disease had spread um, under my right arm through the shoulder through the entire right side of my torso right down to my spine and a a nerve root called the S1 which is a very instrumental nerve root for controlling the right leg and it had um, eaten into my lilac bone which is part of the hip bone, it had formed tumours in the back of my spine, Mm. um, tumours at the base of my spine, tumours eating into my bone marrow, so it was really strong Abbott disease which had just, you know, tried to basically um, kill me.
2: You're listening to History Makers, and today we're speaking to Jody Guerrero about her battle with cancer. So, Jody, I, I've been following your journey quite a bit on Facebook over the last couple of years, and uh, it's been amazing to see uh, what uh, you know the, the incredible faith you have in God. So, mm. when, when you when this was diagnosed and you realised um, how serious it was, how did it affect your relationship with God? Um,
1: First of all, the shock of finding out that I had extensive cancer and particularly stage four cancer, um, it just blows you away. Your, your mind, your, your physical body, everything, and, and your relationship with God, I think, takes a bit of a knock. Um, I think every one of us um, who go through difficult and challenging circumstances know that um, we all question God at these difficult times. We all sit down and think, well, you know, God, why in the world have you allowed me to go through this? And why in the world would you choose me to deal with such a horrific circumstance? Um, and it took me a number of weeks while I was sitting in hospital, and the first hospital stay was ten weeks all up. Um, as I'm sitting there in my hospital room, looking over the city of Brisbane, thinking to myself, "God, you know, you've just abandoned me. You've left me, and you've um, you've decided to to." You know, put this horrible disease upon my body, have you allowed this horrible disease to try and consume me? Um, it really took me time to just come to um a point where I could say, "God, um I know that you've allowed this for some reason or or it has been allowed for some reason, and um I'm just going to, to trust you, and I'm just going to take it day by day." and um, and really just um, trust you every day that I'm going to survive.
2: And so, how is your health today? How are you right now?
1: So today I can I'm happy to report that I'm in remission. Wow. Um, i I have had another another recurrence past that initial disease, um, where I needed more chemo and and all up, I've had. 63 doses of chemo, Oof. radiotherapy, and IV drugs to keep me alive. At what age? I was diagnosed when I was 35. Mm. And it's a disease that normally you see in, in 80 to 70 to 80 mm. year olds. Mm. It's not something you see in young people, which is the other odd part of yes. this disease is you get Hodgkin's lymphoma for young people and then you get non-Hodgkin's lymphoma for old people. Mm -hmm. So the disease I had was not expected in a person of my age.
2: Now, one thing that I've been so impressed has been uh, you know, the incredible awareness that there's been in the media about your journey. That's uh, right. I'm looking at your website here, jodiesjourney.com, and uh, as I said, I've seen all your stuff on Facebook, and uh, it's been amazing to see uh, all the different uh, people that have heard about you and, and your plight. And really, your book, uh, Journeys of Hope, uh, has been something that has uh, has really impacted a lot of people. Tell us about that book. So, the book
1: is called Inspiring Stories of Hope. Um, it's written by, or it's compiled by a lady called Lynn Goldsmith of Ark House Press in Sydney. Uh, the book contains 11 inspiring stories of Australian women and their challenges, um, what they've been through, and their journeys with God through those challenges. Um, it's not just a book for women, but it's also a book for men. Um, but it's, it's specifically uh, written to um, assist women through their challenges so it can encourage everyone. But it's it's a great book. It's just come out in August this year um, and it's available in Australia and New Zealand in all major bookstores and also from my website at Um It's just about to be released in the US and UK uh, this month, which is very exciting. Um, and I think this is just the tip of the iceberg in terms of getting my journey out there and, and talking to um, politicians, royalty, uh, people of influence, people who can make the big decisions in healthcare. Um, who can look at some of the things that happened to me and uh, figure out ways that we can change our health system for the better. Jodie,
0: I'm just looking here. It's great to see that you know, you've know um, you collaborated, not just yourself, but there are other people here, for example, Alyssa McPherson, uh, Dr Jennifer Dawson, Jeannie Mock. There's a whole host of women and the journey that you each share, You know, each person has their own inspirational story. But like you say, just to be able to to be an advocate now. Mm. You're actually contributing and writing for a new Australian national website at Mm. the moment for Daily Health News. Tell us about that website.
1: So there's a number of projects that I'm doing at the moment, but one of the most prominent at the moment is called healthreporter.com.au. This is a a regular website that's just been set up by a group of ex-News Limited journos who have seen a great need within... um, within our health system in terms of news and getting um, cutting edge stories and breaking news stories out to the public so that they also have an awareness of what's going on and a voice uh, to indicate to, to everyone in public what they want to do and what they want to say about their health and the system. So, um, healthreporter.com.au is this new website, and and people can get involved. But I'm also doing writing and advocacy and doing articles for that uh, website, which is just a great opportunity.
2: Uh, Now, one thing that, uh, you know, it's probably one of the most important things I want to ask. um, I I notice here in a little blurb you sent us, uh, one of your favorite Bible verses is uh, Jeremiah 30, verse 12 uh, to 14 and 17. It says, This is what the Lord says your wound is incurable, your injury is beyond healing. There is no one to plead your cause, no remedy for your sore, no healing for you. All your allies have forgotten you. They care nothing for you. And then it finishes with this. It says, but I will restore you to health and heal your wounds. So that's a promise from the word of God. Uh, You have held on uh, to the promises of God in the midst of your sickness. Now, there might be people listening out there somewhere across Australia that might be wrestling with a similar sickness. Mm. Would you speak to those listeners about how uh, they can cling to God and the promises of God in in their moment of struggle? That's
1: right. Um, The most important thing for people to understand, people of faith, people who who love God... Um, about their illness and or their disability is that they have the potential to change things, not only their own lives but their families' lives and um, the lives of those around them and the, and the public's lives. Um, there are so many amazing opportunities out there if, if people would just um, not fear any consequences but just get in there and, and understand that they have a ministry right before them. Um, a lot of these people who have illness and disability and have faith, a lot of them uh, feel that they might have um, contributed in some way. They might have um, done something wrong that has contributed to their, their illness. But I'm here to say that no, that's not the case. Um, illness happens to everyone every day in, in you know, a great number all mm-hmm. over the world. And as believers, we have this amazing opportunity to um, to grab what has happened to us in a negative light and turn it into something positive, um, like the saying, "Taking your lemons and turning it into lemonade." Yeah, love it. This is what we can mm-hmm. do as believers, and we can we have a voice. We have the ability to get out there, particularly using vehicles like social media. Um, the internet makes it so easy for us to just voice what's happened to us and and to be leaders in in. Um, encourage others and um, build up others in their ministry and in their daily lives.
2: Well, Jody, I just think um, you are a living testimony of uh, someone who's got faith in God and uh, you've obviously been in the in the valley of the shadow of death, uh, mm. but you've clung to the promises of God and yeah. it's been inspirational to read about you and uh, yeah. to follow you on Facebook and see all that, those, uh, those great things that uh, the Lord's doing in your life. Yeah. Uh, if people want to find out more, the best website to go to is jodiesjourney.com that's right. and uh, they can find all your info on there.
1: Yeah, that's right. Um, my website I've sort of set up, uh, through my journey, I have blogged as I've gone along um, with my health care and also um, as I've had my good days and my bad days. Um, it's, a, it's a source of um, help and inspiration for not just Christians, but non-Christians worldwide. I get thousands of hits a day, uh, a month, sorry, thousands of hits a month, but also lots of people a day who, who contact me um, asking me for assistance or just to... just. People wanting to talk um, so there's a, there's a lot of need out there for for particularly Christians who really don't know where to go in terms of um, what's happened to them, um, their health circumstances, and um, even just how to talk to their doctors mm. um, there's a, there's a lot of scope for us as Christians to really reach out to the world through our individual health circumstances to make a difference and to to not sort of uh, adopt this mentality of, oh, I'm sick, I can't do anything yeah. with myself, or I can't help anyone. Um You know, you might have endured a um, a health circumstance, but, you know, God will bring you out of that and there will be good days and bad days. But we all have the ability to use what's happened to us to make a change and make a difference. Mm.
0: And that's exactly what you are doing, Jodie. And I think um, you're continually using your story to touch lives and advocate. And uh, we just wish you the absolute biggest of blessing.
1: Well thank you very much and thank you so much for the opportunity to talk. I don't I don't think I've lost hope, but I believe that God has um is enabling me to do things with this story.
2: So thank you very much. Well, Jody, we reckon you're a history maker. God bless you. Thanks for joining us.
1: Thank you so much, and have a great day, you guys.
2: Thanks so much for joining us on History Makers today. You know, the vision of History Makers is to spread the good news of Jesus Christ through conversation to the nations of the world. We're now on over 58 radio stations around Australia and Pacific nations, and we're so excited about the opportunity we have to broadcast the good news on the airwaves. If you would like to make a donation, Please go to our website, historymakersradio.com There you can also download interviews We've got some great web links And some great information for you about following Jesus So please, go to historymakersradio.com I'm Matt Prater, God bless, go and make history